Hey, this is Matt McCool here, one of the lead pastors at Takeover Church, and we are so excited that you are listening to this message today. We hope it encourages you. We hope it blesses you. We hope it challenges you to continue on in this journey of faith of following Jesus. And we want to let you know we also have services every single Sunday at 5 p.m., complete with Takeover Kids and a free cafe. It's a good time. We want to invite you and your friends and your family all on out on Sunday nights at 5 p.m. Thanks again for listening to this message. Hope you have a great day. Right now, we are in a series called Chasing Daylight. Y'all ready to get to week three of Chasing Daylight? Fantastic week three. So week one, we preached a... Good God. So week one, we preached a message called... Life After Death. There we go. It's good. Preached a message called Life After Death, where honestly, we looked at the words of Jesus where he told his disciples and any onlookers that were around him while he was preaching, he said, hey, I know this all sounds good. I know that you're stoked. I know that you love all the miracle signs and wonders and magic tricks that your boy be doing. But if you really want to follow me, you have to deny yourself. Deny yourself. Lay down your own life. Pick up your cross and follow me. And the incredible thing is, is that as we found in that message that Denying yourself is, is never easy. Denying yourself hurts. Denying yourself is hard. Denying yourself is confusing. Sometimes laying down your own life kind of feels like a bit of a death, if I think if we're being honest. But the beautiful part about Jesus, when he's involved with a cross, whether it's yours or his, there is always life after death. Come on, somebody. Is that good news? So that was week one. You can check out the podcast. Quick plug for the podcast. It's good. Week two, we preach the message called... Something bigger than my eyes. We just turn and tell your neighbor you got something bigger than I'm kidding. Uh, I got a lot of flack for that one. People were like, hey, that kind of got weird. And I was like, you know what? That's you, not me. I'm holy. Come on. Um, but we preached a message called Something Bigger Than My Eyes. And we talked about Jesus and how he's in the bar, uh, book of Mark and he cursed the fig tree and it died. And he turns to his boys because they were like, dude, the fig tree, it died. He killed it. And it's called back. Listen to the message. You'll get it. And he, Jesus was like, yeah, have faith in God. Of course he did. And the incredible thing about this is that Jesus is trying to let everybody in on a little bit of a secret in the church nowadays is that, man, you got the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Like Rusty said earlier, it's better that I go. Like, trust me, as cool as Jesus is, as awesome as his beard is, as great as it is watching him spit in people's eyes and heal them of blindness, as great as that all is, Man, there is somebody that's going to come that when I go, he's not only going to raise me from the dead, he's going to raise you from the dead. He is going to give you new life. You got something bigger than your eyes. Your eyes misleads you. You think the mountain is bigger than it is. You think your situation is bigger than it is. You think when the enemy comes knocking on your home, it's bigger than it is. Your Holy Spirit will give you some real godly vantage point perception. You got something bigger than your eyes. So check out that message as well. So week three, I wonder what we could be preaching on. Chasing changing daylight. You know what? That's something America should get on because I'm sick and tired of this thing. It's annoying. I hate having to change my car. Man, some people have it worse. I know. Let's pray for me. It's modern inconvenience and I'm struggling. But tonight, if you're taking notes where my note takers at, six of us taking notes. Six of us going to heaven. It's going to be good. Um, but take notes in church. It's good. But yes, tonight, the title of my message is this. Y'all ready? ready? It's called The Beast of Burden. The Beast of Burden. And if you're in here tonight and you thought that was a Rolling Stones reference, we'll pray for you after service. The Beast of Burden. Yes, really. I got a really in the house. Yes, really. 
So tonight we are uh, coming out of First Peter 5, 6 through 11. It's going to be up in the Sky Bible here in a moment, but uh, if you've got your Bible in the house or a Bible app, get there quickly or write it down so you can check back later. But First Peter 5, 6 through 11, and if I'm being honest, we're not really going to dial in on the entire portion of Scripture of this thing, but what the part I want to dial in and what it's surrounded by is all good news, so I couldn't pass it up. Sound good? All right, 1 Peter 5, 6, starting there. It's going to be on the screen. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all of your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, not your advocate, your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Verse 9, resist him. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, somebody say all grace, who has called you, somebody say I'm called to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself, somebody say restore, somebody say confirm, somebody say strengthen, somebody say establish. He will establish you. Some of us need to be established tonight. That's me. I feel like I feel like there is just a wave coming where God is going to begin to restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish His people tonight. Am I alone in that? No. Establish you to Him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Y'all, mind if we pray real quick? Jesus, I just thank you so much for everything you're doing in through this house. God, we love you and we trust you. God, tonight as we lay our hearts, lay our hurts, lay our anxieties, lay our burdens on the table, God, we ask that that table would be an altar tonight. And that that altar would be set ablaze by purpose from God, God. That you would take our anxieties and our worries and our burdens and the things that we're about to lay down here tonight, God. You would take that from us, God. You would turn it around, make what the devil meant to harm us, make it out for our good. That you would make all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, Jesus. So we ask tonight, Jesus, that you would meet us right where we are. Holy Spirit, begin to have your way in and through this place, Jesus. God, we got something bigger than our feelings. We got something bigger than our week right now, God. We got something bigger on the inside of us right now, Holy Spirit, that is beginning to move in this place, God, right now. You're going to deliver this word right where we need it, right where we need it in our heart, God, right in the gap, right in the crack, right where we need this word, God. And you're going to shake what needs to be shaken loose, God, and you're going to heal what needs to be made healed. In Jesus' mighty name, a faithful church said, come on. So who loves the Ninja Turtles? Yes. We got real spiritual, man. What are you talking about? I like pizza. Um, literally? I was just playing. I thought that would be awesome. It, it was for six of us. The Ninja Turtles reference. Anyways. The Beast of Burden. No, it really had nothing to do with anything. It was awesome. I've always wanted to try that. You just got rickrolled in church. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. So... This guy. So, the beast of burden. You know, it's funny. In 2019, we're talking about chasing daylight, and the scripture verse for chasing daylight comes out of John 9, 4 through 5. So if you weren't with us and you're not sure what chasing daylight means, it means this. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And that's what inspired the idea of chasing daylight. And friends, when Jesus says these words to his disciples, and he's saying it to you and to me, 
with all due respect, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been in church. It doesn't matter how the length or, du- or duration of your relationship with Jesus. It doesn't matter how many times you've experienced the promise of God come through in your life or not yet. You and I, we got work to do. You and I, we got a light to be. You and I, Jesus has called us that while it is still daylight, we need to chase that with everything we have. We need to chase God. We need to chase people. We need to chase down uh, the territory and the the places that he is giving us, the ground that he has called us to go to. You and I have an assignment while it is still light outside. And so when it comes to the beast of burden, am I the only one that's alone that... I feel like my burdens are a bit of a beast. I feel like the anxieties that Peter's writing about right here in this piece of scripture that we started about, casting all our anxieties onto him for he cares for us. Am I the only one? And man, it's a bit too much, if I'm being honest. We can be honest in church tonight, right? Yeah. That sometimes the letdown feels more like a beatdown. That the letdown feels like I can't get past it. Like, I don't think I'm alone in this. That sometimes the burdens in our life, whether it's self-inflicted, whether it came upon us with absolutely no regard for what we wish to have experienced in this life, however the burdens came upon us, sometimes they feel like a bit of a beast. I think what Peter's writing here is so brilliant. He says this. He says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you, casting all of your anxieties on him because he cares for you. I love how he talks about God. He's saying he's the mighty God, right? Anybody believe God's mighty tonight? Yeah. Anybody need to believe more that God is mighty tonight? Yeah. I need more faith. I don't know about you. But he says, Humble yourselves before our mighty God, Awesome, awesome, awesome. Casting your anxieties, your burdens onto him for he cares for you. I think he's kind of striking at something in the human condition, in the human soul, right? We, uh, we don't really like to air our business, do we? We don't really like to open the door to our problems. We don't like to tell anybody about the skeletons in our closet. We don't, we don't really like to let people in. It's 2019, and this is kind of how we live. We're, we're the most connected that we've ever been via social media, but for some reason, we are the most private people in the world when it comes to things that we actually need help with. Like, it's awesome. I think the newest BuzzFeed article is great, and I love that you got, you know, Jasmine as your Disney princess or whatever it was on your quiz that everybody else is answering the same five questions to. I love that. But the things that we aren't telling people are the things that actually matter. You are a princess. You are a queen. You are a king. You are a prince. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Aladdin, street rat. Let's go. I love it. But man, it's 2019 and anxiety rate is at an all-time high. Suicide rate is at an all-time high in the United States. We're seeing it every single day that somebody who's struggling with some sort of burden in their life is either taking their own life or taking the lives of many others all across this country. This is almost a daily occurrence on the news that we kind of just get desensitized to it because we hear it so often, let alone what we hear about in our very own communities. It's the beast of burden. 
But I feel like what Peter is pointing out right here in this piece of scripture, he says, humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time he may exalt you. And then he says, casting all of your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Man, it's actually, it's kind of humble to do something with our burdens, isn't it? God is saying to you and to me, some of us, we're carrying around things that we're not intended to carry around. Some of us have some weight that we are bearing that we are never intended to bear. Some of us have got some problems going on. Some of us have anxieties that come from good things in our lives that are just making us anxious because who knows why. But some of us, we're carrying this around right now. And, and Peter is saying to the church at large, he's saying, humble yourselves before God. And at the proper time, he's going to exalt you. But if he's going to exalt you, if he's going to bring that out, there's got to be some humbling that takes place. And there has got to be some casting that takes place. And you got some things that you were never intended to carry, that you were never intended to hold. You got some things in your life that are weighing you down from God's purpose in your life. And if you're ever going to be, do, or experience all that God has purposed you for, friends, you and I, we got to start casting some burdens down. We got to start handing some anxieties over. We got to start giving our worries to the Lord because he's the only one that's actually capable of carrying the weight in which we are struggling with on our shoulders right now. I'm not preaching to anybody tonight. This is our God. This is who he is. Jesus Christ, he went to the cross for you and for me so that he could not only take the brunt of the cross, not only take the brunt of going down to hell and taking back the keys to all eternity and dominion of earth. He didn't just take the brunt of that. He wants to take the brunt of our burdens tonight. This is who our God is. And I think it does speak so much to where the human soul and the human condition is at in 2019 that we feel like we don't want to burden somebody else with our burdens. That for some of us, we actually wear our burdens like a badge of honor and we identify more with our burdens than we do with the book of God, with the book of the Bible, with the word of God. We identify more with the plagues that are on our shoulders, the shackles that are around our feet, than we do with what God says over us, our identity in him, and the freedom in which he has spoken to every single one of us tonight. So much so that when somebody asks about it, you know, it's just my cross to bear. No, no, that's not what Jesus meant when he said, deny yourself and pick up your cross. No, it's just my burden to bear in this life. Just my lot in life. It's just my plight in life. It's just what I am. What I was born into. It's just where I come from. No, 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 no. Friends, you and I were never intended to carry these worries or these anxieties that have held us down that have awaited us down. You have purpose tonight. Can I tell you that tonight? If we're going to begin to chase daylight, you have got to know beyond a shadow of a doubt you are called and you are purposed by God. You are not here by accident and you are not here simply to be held down by the burdens of this world. God has more for you to love and the rest is part of this. He says this. He says, there's a lot that goes into being exalted. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. You have an adversary. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you to him, not to me, not to 
to the devil beneath his feet. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. He is letting us know tonight that he wants to exalt you. He wants to establish you. He wants to confirm you. He wants to strengthen you. Some of us came in tonight's church. And we feel like we got zero left in the gas tank. We got feel like we have nothing left to give, nothing left to lift. We are being crushed by the weight of our burdens right now. And he is saying, if you would humble yourself, he will exalt you. If you would humble yourself and give him over what you have been carrying, he will actually take it from your hands. He will put it up on his shoulders and he will leave it dead in the grave with the cross of Jesus Christ. You just got to hand it over to him tonight. Is this good news to anybody? Yeah. It's a funny thing about burdens though. What do you think about anxiety, about worries, about the things that we shoulder? Probably wondering why I got these water bottles over here. Are we going to do baptismals tonight? No, but that'd be awesome. But we got these right here. Because these are kind of heavy. Zach, would you come over here? Would you lift one of these for me? Come on, Temple Fitness. What? You deadlift 240. It's pretty heavy though, right? You ever feel like you've had a a burden in your life that felt as heavy as that? You did? How about you put that back down? You look really good, though, as a water bottle model. Dude, Aquafina boy, let's go. Come on. Tell the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> but the reason I grabbed these is because of this. I feel like a lot of us has come to know Jesus I feel like a lot of us have come to church heavy burdened out in the world without a relationship with God. And maybe you've had a relationship with God for 15 years now at this point. Maybe you've had a relationship with God for six years or six months or whatever it is. Maybe you came into church and you didn't realize that part of coming to know Jesus was submitting your life to Jesus. And that means the things that you don't want to talk about in public, the things that you want to keep to yourself, and the things that have been holding you down your entire life. Some of us tonight... We came to no church and we're on assignment. We're out here chasing daylight and we're chasing daylight like this. We're chasing people like this. We're living with purpose like this. We're like, yeah, man, come on, Jesus, he's good, right? It's kind of getting heavy. I feel like one of those old DJs. This is supposed to look ridiculous, by the way. Don't worry. This is how we look from heaven sometimes when we're carrying around our burdens that God is saying, if you, all you got to do is pass them on to me. Come on, I'm right here. I'm on the inside of you. I'm the Holy Spirit. I am leading you. I am guiding you. It is heavy. It is too big for your shoulders. It is too much for your body. It is too much for your mind. It is too much for your spirit. It is too much for your soul. But come on, I have got the shoulders that can bear your weight. Yeah. This is kind of what it looks like sometimes, isn't it? We're carrying around these burdens. Oh, you don't know what she did to me. You don't know what she said to me. Yeah, we do. It's written all over your face. It's written all over the way you serve. It's written all over how you live your life outside of church. I can see I may not have been there for the experience of what they said or did to you. I may not have been there in your life when that moment took place, but I am seeing the evidence in your life today. You came home to know Jesus and you worship like there's no tomorrow, but your hands could be a little bit higher. Your voice could be a little bit clearer. Your strut and your walk could be a little bit better because you got some weight on your shoulders right now that you were never intended to carry. It's kind of heavy. I feel like that sometimes. I can't around all this weight. This is 
24 pack of 16.9 full ounce bottles. Zach, how much you reckon this weighed? Thirty forty pounds. This is how it looks. Google. But we're out here and we have purpose and we have a plan for our lives. But the plan is only the plan is only able to be what the plan is supposed to be. The fruit is only gonna bear the way it's supposed to bear. When we start living the way God has called us to live, it's not just denying ourselves. It's not just recognizing that the Holy Spirit on the inside of us gives us better perception of reality than our own eyes do. No, 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 no. It comes when we decide, you know what? If we want God to exalt us, if we want him to use us, if we want him to make this suffering for a little while, it says a little while. Your suffering is only for a season, but we gotta begin right now. If we wanna end that season, if we wanna end that suffering, if we wanna see God's promises come alive in our lives, there are levels to this and there are ways to this and there are things that he is saying to you and to me, hey, we can take a shortcut through this. We can begin fresh today. You can let that 30, 40 pound weight that is sitting on top of you, you can end that, you can dead that right now. You have just got to pass it on to me. Some of us in here tonight, man, God has called us to reach our workplace to reach our neighbors, to reach our city, to tell somebody that Jesus absolutely loves them. But for some of us, we actually feel guilty saying that. Is that anybody else? You almost feel guilty sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with somebody because you on the inside, maybe not to the outside, maybe not to everybody else around you, but you on the inside, you know that you got some burdens, you got some anxieties, you got some worries, you got some things on the inside of you that are messed up. And you're like, man, why, how can I tell them about Jesus and how good he is when I'm having a hard time believing it for myself? When I'm having a hard time being weighted down by this uh, sack of water myself? It's the beast of burden. Jesus is saying to you and to me tonight, you are called, you are active, you have a plan on your life, and you are struggling through your call. And the funny thing is, for a lot of us, the Holy Spirit's probably already mentioned it. There's been a message in church. There's been a worship song that's happened. There's been words that have been said to you by somebody who loves Jesus, that's trusted, and it has triggered you. Trigger's a burden. We love that word in 2019. We love that word in 2019. I'm triggered. What you said, what you did, man, it triggered me. It brought me back to when I was five. It brought me back to when I was 17. We love the word trigger. I understand it. I understand that real experiences have happened to you. I understand that real things have happened to us in our lives. Nobody comes from a more messed up childhood than probably me in here. I understand that. Okay, we do come from things. There are things in this life. But Jesus has never called you and I to live a burdened life or a triggered life. He has called us to life and life to the full. He has got freedom available to us in abundance. And so when somebody brings up something that hits too close to home, we don't have to feel like this. We don't have to feel like we're carrying this weight of the world on our shoulders, the weight of the trauma on our shoulders, the weight of what happened to us on our shoulders. The Bible says... Yo, confess your worries. Confess your burdens to your brothers and sisters so that healing may come. This is getting really hard to hold. You know what's really funny about that, though? I'm kind of doing that on purpose if you haven't got the gist of it yet. You and I, we were never 
called to carry these burdens. These burdens weren't available in the garden when the world began. These burdens aren't available. They're not up for sale. They're not welcomed in the kingdom of God. They're not offered in the kingdom of Christianity in the world that we live in. It doesn't mean that we won't have trials and tribulations of many kind, but it does mean that Jesus says, take heart, I've overcome the world, and I'm going to exalt you, I'm going to strengthen you, I'm going to confirm you, but you've got to start by humbling yourself and saying, you know what, that is too much for me to carry. You do it, God. I don't have all the answers. You do, God. Some of us in here tonight, man, we would leave a lot more lighter in our heart and lighter in our mind and lighter in our worries and our troubles if we would just simply lay down our burdens right where we are, right in the moment when they happen and recognize that you and I were never intended to live with 40 extra pounds of weight taking up space in our mind and in our shoulders and in our heart and in our days. Is there anybody in here tonight that would say, I would like to live a little bit more freer? Is it just me? I want to live a little bit more freer. There's a, uh, there's a scripture in Psalms that I want to read right now. It says this, Psalms 52, 22. It's going to come up here, right here. Here it is again. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. I love that. I'm going to say it again. Cast your burdens on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Some of us tonight... Can I tell you why I keep putting this down? This is impossible to sustain. I cannot do what I am called to do. Preach, lead a church, do that stuff with this in my hand. I am not called to live my life or my calling with this burden in my hands, on my shoulders. This is impossible. The Lord says, cast your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you. This is not sustainable. You and I, we cannot live out our call or our destiny or what God has called you and I to do in this earth, to reach our neighbors, to chase daylight, to be alive and active in this world, to be on mission for Jesus Christ. We cannot do that adequately and at the ability that he has given us through the Holy Spirit when we are carrying our own burdens. This is not sustainable. That's why I have to keep shifting it. You know, about, you know what's funny about shifting burden? We all do it different seasons in life because a lot of us we've been carrying around the same thing for many years and many seasons and the same burden the same thoughts and the same negative mindsets and the same false identities and the same things that the world has put on us that was never intended to be on us the same generational curses that your parents said that you have that the world has said that you have oh never going to go to college everyone in our family is alcoholic no marriage in this family has ever lasted all of these things that our world and our society and our culture places on our heads these burdens first of all when you come to know Jesus Christ Somebody say new birth. New birth. If it's a new birth, it's a new family. Amen. Guess what that means? You don't have generational curses. You got generational blessings because your dad is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Somebody say preach to him. I ain't never met a generational curse or a burden that was too thick or too big or too bad for the blood of Jesus. That's, that's some good news tonight. But right here, for you and I, I think if we're being honest tonight, instead of casting our cares onto him, we kind of shift it around on us. Some of us will switch to a more comfortable hand or a more comfortable mindset, or we'll go to a more comfortable church, or we'll go to another different school, or we'll find a new group of friends, or whatever it is that's comfortable that fits our burden. 
We move it around so that we can adjust and so that we can just manage this life instead of thrive in this life. You were never intended to manage because of the burdens in your hands and on your shoulders, friends. You and I tonight, we are called to live and live life to the full. This is not a full life. These are full bottles, but this is not a full life. Friends, this is the thing about shifting burden. Is that given the time and the place and the season, if we don't deal with this, if we don't cast it onto him, it doesn't matter how much exaltation he brings to your life. It doesn't matter what he decides to, uh, blessings he decides to give. You and I, we can never take full advantage of it because we're still holding this. As you might think, you know what, I'm leveling up at work. I'm getting a little bit more responsibility. We just shift it to the other side. It's like, oh, no, 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 if I, just, if I just manage this a little bit better, I can, I can handle all the weight and the stress that comes with this, even though it's weight and stress that's just adding. We're just adding to it. Yeah. We're shifting around. We're taking more burden out. We're not taking care of the root problem here. We are shifting it around, and we are handling more, again, than we were ever intended to. The first lot was way too much. I simply cannot fulfill my call to my best of my ability right now. If I got all of this, if my hands are full with 15 years worth of hurt that's undealt with, 15 years of lies that have been spoken over my life, all of the things that you and I experience in our world, these burdens that we were never intended to carry, this beast of weight in my hand. We're never going to be or do all that God has called us to do. He cannot sustain that. We cannot sustain that. Our God is able to do exceedingly above all that we can ask, dream, or imagine. I wonder for some of us tonight, have we not experienced the ask, dream, or imagine, the wildness of God, the wonder of who He is, the authority of Christ in heaven? Have we experienced all of this? Or are some of us carrying around some weight right now that we couldn't even tell a blessing or from a curse because we're focused on what we're carrying in our hands? Is this preaching to anybody? I feel like tonight, man, my arms are really tired after that. I need to work out more. Praise God. Friends, you and I were never, ever intended to, to carry this weight. I love this other part of the scripture, the second part of Psalms. He says this, He will never permit the righteous to be moved. You know, it's kind of funny. The kids are going wild back there. I don't know if you can hear that. Kids are going wild in kids' church. Wow. Woo! I love it. You'll never permit the righteous to be moved. You know, it's kind of funny. Hey, Zach, will you come here? Will you push me over? Um, just do it. Okay, I'll give you a real good one. Just do it. Push your pants. Thank you, Zach. Let me give Zach a hand. He's been a great. He's been great. That's the lightest push I've ever felt in my life. My wife, my wife pushes harder than that. Come on, bro. <laughs> she also has 18 packs. So, anyways, the funny thing is, he says this: cast your burdens on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. You know what's funny? It's probably really easy to move me when a lot of my strength 
and a lot of my attention is going to carrying these unnecessary burdens that I was never intended to carry. I don't have the mental capacity. I don't have the stamina. I don't have the wherewithal in the spirit right now to plant my feet and stand firm like Peter said. He said this. He said, resist him firm in your faith knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. And after you suffer a little while, God of all grace who has called you to eternal glory, he himself will restore, confirm, strengthen you and establish you. Come on somebody. It's a little hard for me to keep myself firm and to resist the pushback that is coming from me when I am focused on this burden, when I am carrying more than I was intended to, when I got this plight upon my shoulders that maybe you didn't ask for. That's understandable. Maybe some of us have actually done this to ourselves. I've made some decisions in my life, absolutely freaking lutely, I've made some decisions in my life that have given me unnecessary burdens, given my wife unnecessary burdens to carry, that we are forced to carry like this. If we do not cast them onto God, we will not experience the freedom and liberation to the full that Jesus Christ went to the cross for, and that when temptation comes or pushback comes from the enemy or our society or our culture or our world, if we are focused on this, we cannot resist because we cannot stand firm. Am I preaching to anybody today? tonight. I got to tell you tonight, when my hands are full of, what is that, 60 pounds of water right there? My hands are full. I cannot concentrate on stopping the attacks or the fiery arrows of the devil because I am consumed with my burden. I am consumed with my anxiety. I am consumed with my worry. But Jesus is saying right here that the psalmist is saying, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Is there anybody in here tonight that wants to be righteous and does not want to be moved? Come on. What time we at? 6.23. Get behind me, devil. This boy's preaching tonight. Galatians 6, 1 through 2, it says this. It's about to pop up right here. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, so fulfill the law of Christ. I love that verse too. He says, bear one another's burdens, so to fulfill the law of Christ. Friends, you and I tonight, how can we bear somebody else's burdens if we're too busy bearing our own? You and I, we're chasing daylight. We have an assignment. We are called by Christ. Your best days are still ahead of you, and your most useful days are still ahead of you. Your most obedient days are still ahead of you. You and I, tonight, we have so much work to still do. The Bible says... The harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. You and I, we are out here in the daylight, and I believe for Takeover Church, we are going to be the workers out in the field, tilling up the land, taking the ground that he has called us to do, and we are going after every single soul that is hidden in any dark alley in Grand Rapids. Who's with me? But friends, you and I, we have a call. We have a destiny. We are called to go into the dark areas and to pull out one more, pull out two more, pull out three more. Man, we have an assignment It is impossible to complete that assignment, fulfill the law of Christ when we are called to carry other people's burdens, but we can't get, when we're still busy carrying our own. Funny thing is this, if anyone is caught up in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him the spirit of gentleness, keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted, bear one another's burdens so to fulfill the law of Christ. If we're called to bear one another's burdens, we got to have somewhere to take those burdens, amen? Worship team, you can begin to make your way back up here. We're about to light this thing up. We got to have somewhere. You can put a little pep in your step. That's cool, worship team. I see you. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm just kidding. God, it was rusty. He was slow rolling. He does that. It's like smooth yaz. Six people are going to understand that reference. It's fine. You and I, friends, 
we have an assignment. It is impossible to fulfill the law of Christ and bear one another's burdens while we're bearing our own. You and I, we are the Christians. We are the Jesus followers. If you're in here tonight and you would claim to know Jesus and to have him in your life, you have got an altar available to you where you can bring those burdens, where you can bring your worries, and you can bring your anxiety to the God of the universe who spoke you and I into creation, who put the sun in the middle of it all to light it all up and to bring warmth to the earth so that growth can happen. He steps out and lives outside of time. He sees the beginning to the end, the end of the beginning. Friends, he spoke you and I into existence. He knows the burdens you're carrying. Your burden the moon in the sky your 20 pound burden is not too much for the lord but it is too much for you because friends you and i we may not be putting stars in the sky we may not be doing wondrous things in the galaxy like that but you and i we have the difficult task of loving people right where they are and loving them to jesus christ we have got the call and the commission upon our lives to live life and life to the full and part of that is chasing after people who do not currently know Jesus or like the first part of Galatians says if anyone is caught up in any transgression you who are spiritual should restore them we have a call on our life to redeem the lost in this world and restore those who have fallen where they stood before but we have got to start with us Friends, it's hard to bear one another's burdens if we don't know what to do with those burdens ourselves. See, Jesus and Paul, he would, Paul would never call us to bear one another's burdens if he didn't think we already knew where to bring our own. Here's the thing. He doesn't want you to take on other people's problems and, and keep them as your own. No, 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 no. We bear one another's burdens because we are Jesus' followers. We are supposed to know what we are to do with these. We are supposed to know where the altar is that we can put these so they can be exhumed and they can be taken away and they can be put to death where they belong and we can experience freedom. You and I are supposed to know what we are able to do with those things, where we are able to put those. We are supposed to have a relationship with Jesus that says, man, I love you right where you are and I'm going to strengthen you and I'm going to confirm you and I'm going to establish you and I'm going to bring about the works of your hand and you are going to see God's goodness manifest. In the days of the living and while the light is still out, you are going to see the goodness of God. You and I got to be those people who know where to bring those because there are people who are going to look to you and to me and they're probably already looking at us, but we ain't noticing them looking at us because we're too busy worrying about the burdens that we're carrying right now. There are people who need the light and love of Jesus Christ and they need us. They need us to bear their burdens because when they can't and they don't understand what they're going through and they don't know why these things are happening and they got no answers because they got no Christ in their life. They don't know that there is an altar that we get to that we get to cast these off to. I don't know if you've ever casted a fishing rod in your life, but you throw it, you whip it, you don't bop it, but you throw it, and you cast it, and you chuck that thing as far as you can, and you turn, and you repent, and you go the other way. We don't go back and pick up old, buried burdens. We leave them dead in the grave of Jesus because our hands need to be open to carry those who are far from God. I'm going to preach to anybody tonight. Come on. So friends, what I want to do is this. What I want to do is this. 
What I want to do is this. What time are we at? 629. Woo! Right on time. What I want to do is this. I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball at Rusty here and the worship crew. We're going to sing this next song. It's called Nothing I Hold On To. want to do is this. I don't feel like we actually practice this enough in church. I don't feel like the church in 2019 does this a whole lot because we're worried about where people are. We're worried about you feeling like you're being put on blast or put on notice or, or needing prayer or anything else in the light. So we put prayer crews and people off to the sides and, and we hide what you have going on. No, 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 no. I think what tonight what God wants to do is he wants us to cast our burdens and anxieties and he wants to exalt you right at that altar tonight. So what I want to do is this old school church. This is called the altar. This is the altar. Right here, it's called an altar call. Back in the day, you'd be in youth ministry, you'd be like, it's the altar call! And you'd preach, and you'd go hard in the paint, and all of a sudden, kids and youth ministry and people, they come running down to the front, and there'd be the altar call, they'd run down right there. It's not what I want to do tonight. But I want to establish an altar right here. And I want to give the same space availability to the worship crew right now. If we're going to sing nothing I hold on to, then it's not limited to only those of us not currently serving at this portion of the service. If you've got a burden tonight, if you've got weight tonight, if you've been carrying around more than you can handle, more than you've ever been intended to take on, if you are carrying things that are not found in the kingdom of God, we're going to lay it down right here at the altar. And I want to invite you to literally during this next song, if you got to, I got some stuff I'm going to lay down. So you're going to see pastor down here laying it down for Jesus right here but I want to open up this space right now as we sing nothing I hold on to you can get on your knees you can stand here and worship you can do whatever you got to do but if you got something tonight that you feel right now in your spirit you have got to lay down right here at the altar of Jesus Christ this space is open and available to you right now we are going to pray and we are going to open this space up I myself am going to get on my knees because I got some things that I've been carrying around even as a pastor I am not exempt I have been carrying around some things right now that it is not God's desire that I carry or be crushed underneath. No, 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 no. Our Bible says in Romans 16, 20, the God of peace, not of burden, the God of peace will soon crush Satan. There is one crushing in the church, and it is of that red-headed fool that comes from the pits of hell. You and I, we are offered peace. I need to lay this down right now for myself at this altar. So you know what? I just want to believe right now that as we act out in the natural right here, if you need to get down off the stage and you need to do it, or you need to kneel right where you are, whatever it is. We don't do this all the time. I believe this is a Holy Spirit ordered moment. If you got something in your life that is weighing you down, this altar is open and available to you. We're going to sing nothing I hold on to. We're going to proclaim that over our lives, and we're going to believe our God for freer days. Amen? So worship team, will you lead us? And if you need to, this altar is available to you. I'm going to find myself right down here.
Sing that again.
There's nothing I hold on to. 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 Not give, not give it all to you, God. Trusting that you'll make something beautiful out of me. understanding our own interpretation of our lives right now, God. Why the burden is there, why the worry is there, why the fear is there, why the anxiety is there. God, we lean not on our own understanding of why that happened to us, why they trespassed against us, why they lied about us, why innocence was stolen from us, God. Whatever our experience is, God, any wrongdoing that came against us or any poor decision of our own, God, we lean not on our own understanding, God, and we will climb this mountain with our arms wide open, God, with our hearts and our hands wide open to you tonight, God. We will not carry this weight any longer, God. We were no longer intended to, Jesus. So we ask, God, over a room full of people tonight, God, this moment forward, Jesus, that we would hold on to you. That when the burdens try to creep back in, that when the old season tries to creep back in, God, when the old mentality, the old ways of doing things, God, try to start to rear their ear, their ugly heads tonight, God, we ask Jesus that you would remind us to hold on to you because you are holding on to us, that you are bigger than we are, God, that you are more equipped than we are to carry these burdens, Jesus, that you bring freedom and liberation to your people tonight. So God, right now, we're laying it down. Any transgressions, any iniquities, God, anything that we have ever experienced in this life, Jesus, that has been a burden or a weight to our soul, God, anything that has clawed our, that has clouded our minds or our mindsets, God, or our heart's desire to chase after you with everything we have, Jesus, we lay it down right now.